Hey everyone, it's Matt Harmon from the Yahoo Fantasy Football Show. Are you sad there's no fantasy football going on right now? Yeah, me too. I've got good news for you though. It is fantasy baseball season right now. Join a public league, join an instant draft, or create a league with your buddies before opening day. It's Yahoo Fantasy Baseball time. Sign up for the 2024 fantasy baseball season at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball or on the Yahoo Fantasy app. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, a special Thursday edition, a Super Bowl edition of the podcast, Super Bowl 54. We're live here in Miami, Florida. I I am, of course, senior NFL writer Therese Paler. Here are my main man and fellow senior NFL writer Charles Robinson and one of our favorite people on this earth. Sometimes. Yeah, all the time. (laughs) Hell no, all the time. I don't think Charles likes me right now. (laughs) We're getting to that in a minute. Yahoo's ace columnist hey. the godfather here dan wetzel right. dan Thank how you, you Therese doing man and charles yeah, for having God, me the, on the podcast the godfather of the stopwatch okay <laughs> yes all right, all right. Oh, let's man, just get listen. it out there dan, dan doesn't care about miami traffic let, let me put it that let's, way let's just somebody get it gets out run there. over on a bike dan didn't care <laughs> i was about not it. late i wasn't late let's get it out there this podcast is happening about 30 minutes late and it's been a contentious 30 minutes because people have things to do this is miami and so the Guess Super what? Bowl, right? Well, There's hey, like other hey, things listen, going on, hey, right? Hey, listen. Someone <laughs> well, was late. It wasn't me. reporting to do. <laughs> I was at the NFLPA press conference, oh, yeah. which we went go. a little longer couple than I anticipated. Couple coal miners we got here. Couple coal miners. Coal- <laughs> <laughs> Charles <laughs> was on his way to the pre- NFLPA press conference. We were going to tag team that. And all of a sudden, your car got stuck. Got stuck. You couldn't move. Miami traffic. You can attest to it being a real thing, can't you? I can attest that something's going to happen. I, mean, don't, I mean, just because it was a topic. pedestrian fatality does not mean we shouldn't start I, this podcast on time. I can attest that there's some. Okay, what is the MGM odds intensity. on how fast I get kicked off this podcast? Because I think it's going to be pretty quick. What do you think? I got what about you, eight minutes and thirty seconds over under. It, how about the MGM odds? It's not of happening. Either you going down the stairs or off one of the ends that doesn't have stairs. I mean, I that? call human resources. I believe I was just threatened at work. So I'm going to bring you guys into what's been happening here. While Charles was sitting in traffic steaming, I mean, he's getting pissed with every second that this car is not moving. It was, what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes? 30 minutes? 30 minutes that the car didn't moving. move? He, so if his, the car his friend, moved, you still would have barely made it yes, on time. My good friend. His friend, his co-worker. <laughs> A man. Been friends for guys, a couple these, decades. These guys are too cl- so close. I saw them do something last night, which was completely ridiculous. All right, first, they're going to need to and explain gonna, that because no, no, people are going to take that the wrong way. And not we're that gonna, there's anything wrong gonna, with that. We're going to get into it. But just, these guys are so close. <laughs> this is what Dan Wetzel did. He started sending Charles, knowing that Charles is combustible, started sending 
him pictures of time clocks. <laughs> and Charles's text started getting angrier and anger. It was actually pretty That's incredible. Probably a little mean, but you know, it's all right. We'll work it out. Only because I got seventy-four texts. Oh hell, I from said you two. and I our said producer Let Brett Raider. Well, that's his. Brett. I can't. I can't speak for Brett. I did not been... screen cap the time on my phone. Was I, was, egging, was, doing that. was I egging Brett on? Look, look, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I know people. Look, I know people want to talk about football. We can get to the football. I will just say that Therese and I we know each other well enough that Therese texted like one time because he was like, you know what? I know. I already Let knew you not. were like. Let me you really right know, this. Charles. You <laughs> text <laughs> ten times. <laughs> <laughs> and guess well that's that's two decades yeah. that's a two decade friendship right there. And by the way, Charles was so angry, he stormed right onto the set and I could just see the little gleam. There was a gleam in Dan's eye as he stomped into the set. It was incredible. By the way, these two are so these guys are such good friends that there was a little flash thunderstorm last night at our hotel. The Courtyard Airport. At 2 a.m. At the 2 a.m. Courtyard Airport. Just the scenic Courtyard We had a little airport. Yahoo rendezvous, like a little little Yahoo powwow. A lot of us got together, you know, just talking, just having a good time. Cocktail or two, a maybe. Cocktail or two, maybe. And Cigar. all of a sudden, the ra- yes, cigars were involved, and the rain started falling, people. And I'm going to let you guys describe what happened next, because I, quite frankly, still don't understand it. Charles it only took me an hour to coerce a couple of these guys into, <laughs> you know, living life and jumping into the pool during a lightning storm. Well, I mean, listen, during well, a lightning storm? I mean, I, I, I have to admit. When I, has I, anyone been hit by I, lightning I, in I a asked, pool? I wanted the, 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 the lightning to pass. Guys. But I did, we did jump in. It was great. I could pool was fully, warm. fully closed. I could Char- sense- Therese missed out. You wouldn't even move. I could, I could sense Charles' disappointment in me as his podcast partner that I would not join him. Then I had to remind Charles that I'm African-American, yeah. which means I get my thrills. I get my thrills regularly every day just by trying to get to work safely and things like that. Therese um, is like, these white people I, are idiots. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, I'm every, saying it. I'm saying every day and we I got are. a lot on my mind. I'm and then Charles it. is like, damn, you're right. <laughs> So I mean, when you put it that way, yeah, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna leave him alone." Yeah, yeah. So you'll so, regret it someday. Don't worry. Back and be like, that's more nights. That pool ain't closing. Hey, you know what? Maybe. But how about if it's not a damn lightning storm? You know, maybe I could have been coerced. Who's been like, hit by lightning jumping into a pool at two yeah. in the morning? It doesn't happen. Well, listen, it matters to me. Okay, I, we all. I get my thrills. But we were. That's we were. The, the, the lightning had passed. We were safe. All right. Enough with our shenanigans. Our hijinks. See, Let's now talk about everyone's football. in a better mood now. See, Everyone is in a better mood. No. No, he's back for the show. Now he's doing the protest. Now he's doing stuff. Now he's doing the protest thing. That's all right. We're going to get into football and get, bring him back. We got a great game this Sunday. I think it's one we're all looking forward to seeing. Kansas City Chiefs, 12 and 4. And they're the home team. They're facing the San Francisco 49ers at 13 and 3. Charles and I have both picked the Chiefs to win this game. Dan, you picked the 49ers, I believe. I don't think so. No, you didn't? I okay. didn't pick anybody. Okay. Well, then, we're going to ask you then. Who did you pick? Who do you think is going to win this game? Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, so this is the Chiefs. No, it's Sorry. all unanimous How Chiefs. How about that? Okay. I'm going well, with the best quarterback. That's, that was my reasoning. That was Listen, I've seen him, this kid, Patrick Mahomes, his entire career. I know better than to bet against that quarter. You just don't want any piece of that experience. That's not to say there's not a way that the 49ers can't win this game, though, right? Sure. The 49ers, there's a reason this spread is so close. What is it, like one one point still? Moved to one and a half. One and a half, yeah. okay. Yep. 
There's a reason why. Like, that's still pretty close. It's because the 49ers defense, they can rush with four, and they can play coverage behind them. And they're really, really fast, especially at the second level with their linebackers. If the Chiefs don't play well, or they get off to a slow start and the 49ers know that they're pass rushing, or they know that they're passing, that's going to free up their pass rush to get after them homes. I think the question is, can they actually get home? Because no one has been able to consistently hit this man in two years. I think so. I picked the Chiefs. I told you guys I've had some reticence the last couple of days because you and I, you and I were in Russia. We were in Sochi when uh, I don't know where the this is Broncos, going. the Broncos juggernaut offense faced Seattle, and everyone thought you know Broncos were going to pound that Seattle team. Snap goes over Peyton Manning's head. Wheels come off. Everything falls apart. That, and that was an unbelievable offense that Denver brought into that game. And you sit here and you look at this and you go, unbelievable defensive front. The four, if, if the 49ers win, it's probably going to be through defensive dominance, similar to if that Seattle team was going to win. Now, here's the difference, though, when I thought about this. Peyton Manning wasn't moving. He wasn't going to move in that game. There was no way. When, if, they, if the rush got home, he wasn't going to be able to evade it. He, as great a quarterback as he is, the difference was his immob- mm-hmm. immobility. Right. I He's think Patrick job. Mahomes is, is – you like – them because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I, I like the fact that he's an athlete. He what about move. comparing it to the other Denver Super Bowl where their defense took out Cam Newton, Cam Newton right. who could run right. and could do everything and had a 15-1, and 17-1 team at that point. And I look back on that game. Going into that game, I thought Carolina – I actually did pick Denver to win, but I thought if Carolina wins, Cam Newton's going to dominate the NFL right. for the next five years. Right. I mean, like this guy has got everything – it's like cheat sheet, next level, and Vaughn Miller stripped that ball in the end zone, and Cam Newton and Carolina were never apart. the same. So, I don't know. We'll see. I basically say I picked the best quarterback because it's like a smart answer, and I don't actually have to defend my answer. People just always <laughs> well, thought I mean, it. it is a smart answer, Someone though. will throw a bunch of things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 but I generally, you want the best quarterback. Listen, if San Francisco, this is, this is, if they win this game, it's because they got home. They got home against Patrick Mahomes. That, they hit him, and they hit him, and, and they hit him. I mean, no one's been able to do it right. yet. And but here's that's what the I'm thing. saying. You know, Cam Newton in that year, he, he didn't throw like Mahomes throws on the right. run, too. No. So, like, sure. no. this is like the best version of that dominant right. quarterback guy. He's the best, right. you know the what best I mean? player right. in the league. Right. right. And so we're going to have to see. Put it this way. If the 49ers really can slow down Patrick Mahomes, I think we're going to actually end up talking about this defense in the same kind of terms, we talked about the 2014 Seahawks defense. Sure. Some of these other great defenses we've seen in the last two decades. Because that is what it will take to stop Patrick Mahomes. Um, there's also another element to this, Andy Reid. Lord knows there's no shortage of stories about Andy Reid. Um, but he's got a real chance to change his legacy, um, or at least solidify it. I can tell you this. I think there will be a push for him to be a Hall of Famer, even if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, because taking two teams to the Super Bowl – two different conferences is a thing, but he'd really help himself by getting this one. If he gets this one, there is no argument. He'll get in for sure. And that's it. I think Andy Reid's going to coach like it. I think he had two weeks to prepare, and I think he's got some plays. Oh, the game plan will be on point. You can believe that. The question is with the execution. Dan, you've been covering football for a long time. If Andy Reid's able to win a Super Bowl, where would you put him? Like, where does he stack up to you? Well, let me just say about the execution – just to drop back and I'll answer that. Because even when the Chiefs have started slow in these last two playoff games, it's because they're dropping passes. Exactly. Right. It's execution. Right. It's not that mistakes. It's, it's just mistakes. mistakes. Oh, they're no. open yep. 
Yeah. And Kelsey drops it. Someone's dropping it. If they don't drop it, right. now I don't. I would not. If I'm them, I do not want to drop fall behind again. Right. Because this is a whole different. This you isn't Houston. It. But it, it, you have not seen anyone stop this offense. You've seen the Chiefs stop their own offense. That's it. Right. Um, I don't know where I'd put them. I. I don't even know if I'd make him a Hall of Famer. Made the Super Bowl. Although, two, I know, I, mean, I know. And he's on, got 14 winning seasons or 15 playoff appearances, all that. that I mean, he's better. I think the problem is Bill Coward's <laughs> dropped the bar so low. How couldn't you get over that thing if you're Andy Reid? Well, well, even Andy Reid can jump over it. <laughs> Listen. It, I mean, what is Coward doing in this thing? We can, we have an individual discussion about Coward, especially because, you know, he's just had the way. He went to two, but, you know, Andy's done it. Basically Longer, twice better, as long, yeah. right? Like it, twice I just, as long th- as look, Kyle, I, I think building two two different franchises into dominant franchise. I mean, look, Philly was a dominant franchise. Now, granted, they didn't win a Super Bowl, but, you know, they, they got five there. Five NFC title yeah, games. Yeah, five they NFC won title games. They were, you know, it was dominant, and he did it with different quarterbacks. Donovan McNabb, he did it with Michael Vick. You know, uh, Nick Foles first spell. You know, and, and, and the first Nick Foles 1.0, not Nick Foles 2.0, you know, comes to Kansas City, manages to – Turn the Chiefs around with Alex Smith. Okay, Pat Mahomes comes into the fold. Now you're talking about two Super Bowls. I think, I, yeah, I mean, I think if he gets there, it's not just this. I mean, the Super Bowl to me is the that that's that breaches the wall. Okay, right. for him. But I think it's it's the totality of what he's been able to do. Has there, been there's also a bit amazing. where it's like you get to a, a close Super Bowl, and whether you win or lose is not on the coach often. So it's like you know, I mean, if if this play or that play, I mean, you've done the kind of the the the. You could argue the last time the team got to the Super Bowl and didn't win because of a coach, it was Kyle Shanahan because of some of the things that they were doing offensively right. for the and he even he's come back and said, "Look, I've, there were things that I learned." Or, or I mean, yeah. I guess you could say Run Sean McVay too. Sean McVay wasn't able to change last year. Okay, Sean McVay wasn't, and then Carroll, Carroll and Bevel, you know, I've run it in the yeah, ball. Yeah, and, yeah, you exactly. know, I mean, there's definitely the plays, there. but yeah, sure. Let's say you go and I mean, there's always stuff in a game, but if you go back to like I don't know, like the helmet catch or something like, like you know. The, he- the ball doesn't stick to the helmet. Uh, Belichick gets you, know, you play, put that on Bill Belichick. Right, no, of course you, don't. you know. No, so, so it depends how the game plays. So let's talk about that for a minute. Kyle Shanahan, he's got a chance for redemption as well. Obviously, the Atlanta Falcons lost to the Patriots a few years ago, the twenty-eight to three game. Um, you know that that's something that sticks with you, obviously. And I think you and I both know Kyle Shanahan is a very competitive, intense man. I think it's a pretty reasonable chance his game plan is going to be on point too. So. I guess my question to you guys would be this. There's a significant age gap between Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid, just like there was between Sean McVay and Bill Belichick. If you're a 49er fan, why should you what – what, what do you think should give 49er fans hope that this won't be that same kind of deal, whereas this experienced guy who's been there before kind of has that experience, and, and it ends up playing out on Sunday? I, th- I think the fact that he's come out and said – he's acknowledged – Hey, there were some things I did in that game that I would do differently. I feel like I've learned from that experience. Number one, so he, I don't think he's so stubborn to say, "Look, I, I, I was perfect." You know, I think I think he's shown the ability to learn from what what he did prior in that game as an offensive coordinator, and maybe tweak and change some of the things that he would do. I would say, secondly, if you read the pool reports this week, it sounds to me like both coaches have run their practices in a fashion that have been. On point. No one's screwing around. It's interesting because you go back in history, a couple of things I think of. Number one, I remember when Jarrett Bell did the pool report for the Carolina Panthers against the the Broncos. At one point, Cam Newton's shagging punts during Super Bowl week. 
He's practicing the dab. This happened during practices for Super Bowl week. What the living hell was Ron Rivera? Like, look, there's a time to do that, and there's a time to go camp. Got to have a good dab. It's, it's, it's a Super Bowl, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, but, what, but the thing about this, you're shagging punts. You're Cam Newton. What the hell are you doing? Okay? And then and then against the, the Patriots, when they were facing the Falcons, Bill Belichick, interestingly enough, and again, this was Jarrett Bell doing the pool reports, played with 12 guys on offense. He put two Julio Jones on the field during practice. He said, you know what? I'm, I'm not trotting out 11 guys. We have to over-prepare for this. So I'm going to take Julio, and then I'm going to take another guy, and we're going to represent plays that Julio runs on the right side of the field, left side of the field. Simultaneously, it's going to be 11 on 12, and it drove his defense insane. I think the way that the coaches handle this, the, the in-week practices for this and preparing for their team matters. And to me, now we'll find out later some stuff got clipped from the pool reports. So, you know, usually this stuff, the messed up stuff that happens where kind of maybe makes you question the coaches. You don't find that out until like a week or two later yeah. or maybe a year later. I, I've looked at the pool reports. Indicates to me everything's going the way it should for both sides. So here, here, I, I, I think I don't think the coaches are probably. Here's why here. I think the Niner fans should have some some uh, confidence is Shanahan is young and Reed is old, but Reed is not Bill Belichick. So it just, I mean, Reed's a good coach, but we're talking about Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick scared the living daylight to that Falcon staff and they choked. They absolutely gagged. I'm sorry. You run the ball, kick a field goal. The Falcons right. win the Super Bowl. Right. The, he had, and that's whenever they do that win probability against New England. Okay. And it's like, oh, you got an 80% chance of winning because this or 8% chance. Well, really, is that chance, that play not going to work? That works 50% of the time? What if it's Brady to Gronk? It works 80% of the time. What happens psychologically on a defense when they're watching Tom Brady tear him apart? What does the coaching staff do when they're looking across at the hoodie? They get panicked and they blow it. We've seen it. We've seen it in all sorts of games. Nobody's getting scared of Andy Reid. They might get scared of Mahomes. But Andy Reid's the one who's usually gagging these things away. So it's a totally different ballgame. So has Shanahan learned and said, I'm not going to panic this time and I'm not scared of him? I think that's a big that's a big difference where I think McVay was scared of him. I think all these guys, these, they've done it so long. These guys grew up watching them do it. It's like if yeah. Superman walks into the – it flies in here, you know, you, you start believing he's actually Superman. Shanahan's going to attack it, and he's also got his daddy on his side. Right, Mike's won some Super Bowls. He can always run stuff off him whenever necessary. So, I, I think it's an interesting showdown. One of these coaches is going to get this, get off the Schneid here. Like that's it. Like it's really going to come. Like one of these guys is going to get off the Schneid, and especially if it's Kansas City, I'll tell you this: if I'm a team across the league, I don't want it to be Kansas City because if Kansas City wins and Mahomes gets his first Super Bowl at 24 years old. There's no telling what he's going to well, accomplish. Well, it's like Dan, what Dan said about Cam Newton. Right. You know, you're like, this starts to run. Because that means all the pressure is already off. He's already won a Super Bowl. That enables you to have a Brady-like run. No one's saying he's going to do it, but it puts you in a position to potentially do it. And how many guys have you been able to say that about? So, I mean, look, by the way, if Patrick Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, he might be the most accomplished 24-year-old quarterback ever in the NFL. MVP. Super Bowl, he'll probably be Super Bowl MVP. Definitely the most, right. the first two years right. of being a starter. Start. There's no, there's no right. doubt. So, I mean, that's so, even <laughs> even exceeded Kurt Warner. So if I'm on one of these other teams, I don't want to see Kansas City get this thing early because if they do, who knows what what it empower Mahomes to do? Okay, that's true. But I will say this too: we always know when a team wins the Super Bowl, 
So when Denver won it, I remember you, I started talking to different agents, oh, players, yeah. and immediately every guy was like, "The disease oh, of war." Here comes 100%. Super, I won my 100%. Super Bowl. Now my I'm money. getting paid. Yeah. Malik Jackson was yep. like, "I got my Super Bowl. Whoever the hell's going to pay me the most money? See ya." Yep. And so he bounced. You know, and and you know, how, other Danny Trevathan. Have a team and, if you got to pay Mahomes forty five million, they're going to have to draft guys. And that's but the thing. that doesn't work. You can't I mean, have, I mean, you can't I mean, have twenty-four percent of your cap I mean, it, in in, patch, in one player. I mean, when the player is him, it does. Like, uh, it does work. But you but you can't like trade away your draft picks. You got to have the cheap labor for the first four years. Like, you got to make sure if when they sign him to this massive deal and it really kicks in in twenty twenty one or whatever twenty twenty two, that's when those draft picks you got to hit on. They've them. drafted, and you know. This, this, this last draft, draft, this last draft, draft was, was good. But right now they got this, they, the best player in football is the ninth best player, the ninth highest paid guy in the team. He's taken up 2.3% of the cap. That's the secret. And when all of a sudden you take that 2.3% and make it 25%, it gets a harder. hard go. So it's, it it's gets hard harder. to do. It's it, why you don't – New England changed the dynamic where people started thinking, oh, this is easy. You just keep doing it. Seattle a little bit too. But it's very, very hard to just keep that thing going. So we don't know. What about this on the coaches, the generational? There's all these young hotshot coaches. They haven't broken through yet, right? None no. Of them. Right. no, none of them. Not yet. And so you still got the old guard of Andy Reid, but they're coming. Right. And I, I think – the young coaches are coming, and I think it's so interesting. Like so many of them are like run dominant, and they're using play. It's kind of different than the way Andy's doing it. The Chiefs certainly don't prioritize running the football like that. So, yeah, like this will be a win for the for the youngsters if Kyle Shanahan could get his. I'll also say this too, kind of going back to the last thing. Like you're right. Like it hasn't worked for the for the players that have for the teams that have had to pay the quarterback X amount of money. But I'd also make a case they didn't have. 24 year old MVP. Like, what is he going to be like at 27? I'm not ruling him out. I'm no, just no, saying no, it I makes it a lot harder. But I'm just saying, well, he'll be at 28. Well, you know? I mean, but right? the thing is, too, like, you have to. One of the things that New England was really good at doing, even even though Tom was on a cheap contract, they knew when to walk from guys. When, like, yep. there were all these guys who There's came up and were getting big money. And they're like, you know what, man? Uh, Jamie Collins. See you, bro. You're like right. Chandler Jones, we know you're going to be amazing. They were always a year too early. They, they, they on a lot all, of guys. They yeah. were always but a year you know, too early. But how they resolved that was they were drafting 12 guys a year. Yep. You know, and they're like, hey, if we hit on five, yep. you know, say we get three starters and two backups out of our 12 draft picks and another seven we burn, you know, if you're, if you're replenishing five, six guys every year who are contributors, that helps a lot. And I'll also say this. It's also a matter of how long Andy Reid wants to coach. Right. I mean, like, yeah. it's not, not like it's not like he's Kyle Shanahan. Right? right. Like, who knows how long? Like, I think he wants to coach for a while, but you don't even know. Like, you just don't know. You can't really then imagine you him get doing anything team. else. Yeah, right. I, I right. can't. That's even the thing. Like, but like, you just don't know how long it's good because he's 62. That makes him one of the oldest coaches in the league. So that's the key. You just never know when you're going to get back and you never know if you'll have the same pieces in place. Who's the guy? I'm curious what you guys think about who's like last year. New England wins that game because Edelman comes out there and the Rams couldn't do anything with him. They put a keep to on him. He killed him. They put Marcus Peters on him. He killed him. Then they started bra- trying to bracket him. It was, nothing was working. They're throwing everything at this guy and he's chewing up linebackers. He's chewing up corners. He's chewing up safeties. He's chewing up. Who is the guy in this game, either team? Actually, I, I, I'll give you the guy that I think it's going to be, and I think it's the same position for both teams. I don't think either team can cover the tight end. I, I think Kittle and I think Kelsey are the two guys, particularly if the defenses are getting home, 
if I'm Mahomes or I'm Garoppolo, the guy I'm looking for is in the seams. I'm going to throw it to the tight end who no one can cover. You put a corner on him, these guys are going to beat the living hell out of the corner. You put a linebacker on him, you're going to embarrass him. And, and to me, I'm with you guys. I think the quarterbacks, it's a quarterback game. But I think if it's not the quarterback who ends up being the MVP, it's going to end up being one of those tight ends. I could see that because I think the I think the 49ers have to prioritize taking away Tyreek Hill, and it's going to be difficult though because he's way faster than anyone in their secondary. Right. It's not a fast secondary. They're well coached, but there's going to be the opportunity for him to split double coverage. Well, sure, but, but, but man, no, no offense to Richard Sherman, but <laughs> so he, he ain't going to handle. His I, I was going to say, say Hill because he's not going to be the MVP unless he you know catches three or something like that, but. He's always the most dangerous guy on oh, that team. Yeah. I mean, he, there's nothing else like him. You can't simulate him. You can't. And if you don't get home on one of those blitzes well, and you give three seconds, that thing is done. The Chiefs scramble drill will be critical in this game. That means you send in four. Here's your blitz. Oh, you executed it well. Guess what? Number 15 did a little See, Houdini. I, I, That's scary. There is nothing more terrifying than when Pat Mahomes has the ball in seconds four through six. Yeah. One through three, yes. okay, you can you can handle. But four, five, six, there's, oh, my God, there's all kinds of problems. Right. Someone's going to get behind you. Now, the 49ers would tell you, yeah, that's okay. We'll have our line, one of our linebackers spying. All of them can run. Right. But, but the Chiefs would be like, well, there hasn't been one linebacker that's been able to run him down consistently yet. So who will it be? Dr- Greenlaw can run. Alexander can run. Wagner can run. But... I think there's still a reasonable chance Mahomes can elude those guys. It's also too, the bit so we'll with see. Mahomes where it's like normally a quarterback scrambling and all the receivers have to come back to the ball because right. it's hard to Never. throw the ball far right. when you're scrambling. Not this guy. Yeah. Right, no. I'm on a 45-yard post post route. I'll throw it underhand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Left. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't no. matter. So it's like and his how do you defend running. this guy? That's, that's the so it's not just, oh, they got the first down. It's, oh, they torched us for 63-yard touchdown. Yeah, the Chiefs' scramble drill is legitimately terrifying because all his guys keep running. Who's going to keep up with Tyreek Hill from seconds four through six? So it's all part of the plan. I think the 49ers are going to have to – they'll have some stunts and blitzes and stuff, but they need to have a controlled rush. Like, you can't be just going crazy over pursuing the quarterback and creating lane. There needs to be a controlled rush. And he'll beat you in the pocket, too. But him out of the pocket, you don't want that at all. I I, I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the 49ers come with a controlled rush. And if they do handle their lanes well and can kind of keep them in there and beat those guys individually, they have a shot. They have a shot defensively. But I think no matter what, the Chiefs will put up points. But I also think the, the, the 49ers will put up points, too. Let's talk about that part of it. Jimmy Garoppolo, right? We spent a lot of time talking about the quarterback on the other side. But Garoppolo's a guy, early in the year in some big games, he was a touch shaky. I even wrote about it. But I went to New Orleans, and I saw him beat that Saints team in that place where even my keyboard was shaking way up top. You were just there, Dan. And I'm like, wow. You know, that was a big win because Sean Payton threw everything at those cats and they still won. Um, I I think we need to be a little careful about lumping Garoppolo in with like Jared Goff. He can make some throws like he can make some throws and he could potentially make enough throws to beat you if the Chiefs defense doesn't play well. They have to play well. Well, they're healthy. I, I think of, you know, Emmanuel Sanders being healthy, George Kittle being healthy, the pieces 
you know, that he's used to being there when they're healthy and he has his best performances. Plus, the 49ers are going to try and run this. Yeah, they're they're the going to try and run the ball. They're going to run the living hell out of the ball Take if they the can. Take the time. Yeah. I mean, they're going to – I think, to me, I don't think it comes down to Garoppolo until the Chiefs force it into that realm. Because oh, yeah. I, I think the 49ers are like, let's run. Let's keep running. Let's figure it out. We'll be creative with the run schemes. You know, maybe even some of the, the throwing schemes, the five yards and in, seven yards and in stuff. Get it out of the ball quick. Get out of his hand quickly. And then just kind of dictate that tempo. But that, but Dan said it, you know, and you, we've talked about it before. The, the freaking Chiefs can score 40 points yeah. in two quarters. And next thing you know, it's like you're in the fourth quarter. You're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo going, hey, man, you got to keep us in Shoot this game now. Mahomes. Yeah, Let's yeah, do like, it. Step up. The, no, and they, need to, of, they need to get the lead. They need a defensive touchdown. Right. Yeah. They need to run the ball and control the clock. Uh, Al Toby. We, we got somebody in the background hold up a game Al manager. Toby. Game manager. Al Toby. <laughs> so Jimmy G has a one over everybody. One over wow. everybody. Yeah, clearly. You got some people in the audience yeah. holding he's up so, game managers. He's so side. handsome, though. <laughs> yeah. So handsome. I, 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 <laughs> I think the thing about Garoppolo and why I like want to focus on it is because no matter what, you're going to have to score with Kansas City. There's going to come a point in this game. He's going to have to make some throws. You just have to score with Kansas City. You just you just are, especially when Kansas City has had two weeks to prepare for your run scheme. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The 49ers run scheme is the most varied in football, right? It's the foundation. It's the outside zone, just like it was with the Titans. Right. But their scheme is way more. It's just multiple, right? So they'll do gap stuff. They'll do power. They'll do everything at you, and they'll do it well with a fullback who most teams don't have. So that adds a different level here. But I'll say this. I think from the Chiefs' point of view, you had two weeks to prepare for that. I think that's going to help them. I think the Chiefs would be better against the run in this game than people think. Garoppolo's going to have to make some throws to win, right? The hip between Emmanuel Sanders, Juszczyk leaking out, Kendrick Bourne, these are the guys that are going to have to make plays in the passing game for the 49ers to win this game. Those aren't exactly impressive names when you start to get down to the fifth and sixth guy in Kansas City's offense, and it's Mikael Hardman. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's some guys that you're Watkins like, and yeah, yeah, runs like a four three. Like but, this other you know, guy's like you know, Ben. Any given Sunday, though, man. You know this big stage. Um, so I've seen the them put up so a lot close? of points. What it's because it's a good that game. All these other idiots don't know. No, listen. How come we're so smart? Hold on, we're saying that it's going to be close, I'm right? I'm saying. Niners don't have a chance. If you're listening what? to this, you should mortgage your house, <laughs> put every single penny you got on the Chiefs. And oh if I'm God. wrong, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. All right, all right. Let's, let's touch on that. You're <laughs> not endorsed. I don't have anything to do okay. with that, all right? Like, you think it'll be close, Charles? bankruptcy attorneys are available. <laughs> Charles, you think it'll be close? I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. I think both teams will score points, he's too. He's just, you know what? Yeah. He's, look what he's doing. He's doing uh, his thing right he's now. Stirring he's stirring it. This yeah, is just exactly. like yeah, you yeah. being in the car, getting yeah. the pictures this is, this is of the, the time slot. I'm trying yeah. to start thinking this yeah. is pump it up here. Stir the clock, stir the pot. Okay, I'm with it. Chiefs are going to beat the Niners so badly that they're just going to fold up the franchise, move to Oakland. The Oakland Chiefs <laughs> move across the bay. The Oakland Chiefs. No, no, no the, the Oakland, Oakland Raiders. Or Oakland 49ers. Oakland 49ers. Oh. That's what's going to happen. I got you. Yeah, bold, one bold prediction. There you go. All right. The Oakland 49ers. What's been, what, what, I, I, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about the game, but, you know, and I, I think Therese and I talked about this a little bit. What do you think of this whole thing? What do you, what do you think about this week? I, this week has been weird, I think. I think it's been a weird week. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because the, the, the Patriots aren't here. So you don't have the classic villain here. It feels here. like they should be here. Yeah, like you just don't, don't have the classic have villain. villain. Like you don't have the – neither of these teams is really a villain team. Like you don't – what – what has this been fun for you? I mean, I'm talking about like the – you know, the event, the spectacle of it has seemed – is it because it's Miami and, 
you know, there's everybody goes to the beach and there's, you know, all the restaurants. It's just not the same. I don't know. It hasn't felt the same as other Super Bowls. You prefer the Mall of America in Minneapolis? Yeah. I, I think when we're in locales like that, everything gets driven into the game and into the players. I, I, let me say and into, this. People in Miami don't really care if the Super Bowl's here compared to when you go to Minneapolis or you go to right, Atlanta. They go they're so excited that yeah. it's there because yeah. they're more they're football fans and it doesn't come every, right. you know, you know this is the big thing. In Miami, it's like, what's yeah, that's great. The fan Next experience week. here isn't loaded like it was in Atlanta. No. Oh, it's yeah, not it's loaded. Not, I think people are like, Miami's let's go to the beach. Miami's not that big of a city either. And, right. and so, yeah, there's not, yeah, you're not, you're not seeing these huge lines that stuff. There's not just people in the streets. Yeah. Um, no, there's no question about that. But the weather's nice. I, I, I think I think the Kobe Bryant infor- yeah, situation, you know, the tragedy of Kobe Bryant yeah. and everyone in that changed the news dynamic. And so 100 percent. And it cast a pall over everything kind of, you know, not to not to not to pivot from that. But I'm going to pivot from that. <laughs> you know, what pisses me off about Miami. You can't buy Cuban cigars here. I thought you could buy Cuban cigars here. Are you and aware I didn't realize... that this is the United States of America? Yes, it's not I, Cuba. I, I understand it's Cuba. not Cuba, but I thought okay. I thought we were good. I had to Just go and do more close. research. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It's like it's... Sarah Palin, which is saw Russia, <laughs> Russia from her house. I was like, what? We could see it, basically. Like, well, how can I get a Cuban cigar? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, no. So anybody listening, get a Cuban sandwich. If you and and you know, I've 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 stooped to like the guys I know who are here who all live in Miami. I'm like, hey. Okay, so where's the? There's like a back. There's like a back alley place, right? Like where do I get the? Somebody's got the Cubans in their trunk. So far, nothing. So I don't know what. So far. And by the way, when you're when you're like, you scored that bag of heroin. When you're yeah, you know, actually that was really easy. The bricks, (laughs) like the bricks that are. And I got worried when Marriott's like, we're gonna check your hotel room. Still on? (laughs) Yeah. I I I will tell you something though. When you walk into a cigar shop. And you're a six foot four, semi redheaded white dude. Oh yeah, and you're you like, hey, hundred percent, and you're hundred percent. I think you're an art. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And I'm like, hey, hey, I'm like, where's where's the Monte Cristo number twos? And they're and they're and you know they look at you for like a long time, and they're like, that is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely think I'm a cop. Hundred yeah. percent, no doubt about it. Yeah, total. The only, the only thing, as white as I can be, like, the cops couldn't possibly be so stupid <laughs> as to send a guy who looks this much like a cop in here. <laughs> but that's the ruse. They're like, yeah. send the guy it's a double, so double obvious. trick, it's a double, double, yeah, yeah, double, double. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Does not work. Does uh, not work. So. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I can't say. I mean, would it? You want, can't really complain about Miami. No, but, you can't, man. I, but listen. there's definitely not that in that that. There's not local, a vibe. There's not like a. Look, not like not a, having the Patriots, yeah. I think, is, you know, yeah. they are the great villain. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could make Orchard of Asia jokes all day. I mean, oh. it'd be, I mean, there's, we kind of missed out. But, right? you know. Yeah, we did miss out on the <laughs> on the massage parlor jokes. There would have been. This year, there would have been so overwhelming many. amount. And, of, and there's no shores massage parlors in there Miami, are a lot. by the way. Oh, my God. There are a lot. Because yeah, all, you, all you have to do is get in your car at 3 a.m. and drive through the city, and it's basically lit by neon signs yeah. that say open. All the ones that say every I mean, sign a lot of people that's lit up in neon, that's what that is. you know, deep tissue massage. Yeah, I'm, three, pretty, I mean, yeah, I'm on, sure it's 3 totally a.m. Legit. i got to work that kink out of my neck. I think it's legit. I don't. <laughs> yeah, that's a, good, that's a good point. Like Mr. It, Kraft. <laughs> I love oh, what the reporters call him Mr. Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 yeah, so wait. I'll call Mr. Kraft. <laughs> Mr. Kraft, what do you do when you hear that, Dad? What do you call him, Bob? Hey, yeah, Bob. What do you, 
don't know. <laughs> Mr. Kraft. Mr. Kraft. My eighth grade <laughs> science teacher with the yeah. guy owns the Listen, team. Whatever. You know what? I don't understand that gets that treatment. I, now we got the, the we got the, the now we're sec, these are second generation owners. These guys didn't uh, even make they just got lucky. We gotta hear hey, how which, which which owners get the Mr. Treatment? Maybe Mr. Rooney. Nobody calls Jerry Jones that. They just call yeah. him Jerry. Mr. Uh, Rooney, Mr. Kraft. What is that's, that's it? I'm that's about it. I don't right? know. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Rooney. Yeah, they don't call I you know, John Mayer is respected, but everybody calls him John. Steve yeah. Tish. Well, what, Steve, what the heck did Kraft do to get the Mr.? I don't know, man. Come on. I don't. You really want? I don't want to start. I don't want to start wading into that territory. Okay, that's what I'm like here for. Whole, the territory this, you don't want to wade into. That's fine. You know, you're Patriots Homer. Go ahead. Let's let's hear it. I'm the one who says don't call Mr. Kraft. <laughs> Listen, when you're the age that he is, and you're wearing, you know, Yeezys. He's with smooth. your, with your, you know, all that stuff. Like, you know, you you, you make up your own rules as you go. Interestingly, though. These aren't really ownerships. Neither, I mean, no offense to the Chiefs owners or, or the 49ers owners, but, you know, Stan Kroenke and Robert Kraft, power brokers to the highest degree yeah. last year oh, in, yeah, in this definitely. Super Bowl. Like, Kroenke's I mean, you're just talking, like, well, I got to check on my $6 billion <laughs> yeah, construction yeah, project. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to build yeah. a stadium. <laughs> like, every, this dude's like, I'm going to build a stadium. It's going to be, I remember when they first said it was like one point. Eight billion, and people were like Jesus. Okay, then it all of a sudden it bloated to two seven. I remember people were like two seven. What the hell is going on? Now it's now it's, it's like over five, six. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. But it's like everyone's like, you can't get financing, can't get it done in L.A. Crocky's like, yeah, yeah. hold hold my yeah, coffee. I'm gonna go, there we go. I'm gonna write that. Check. Now let me ask you this, okay? I, I this is an opinion I have on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is great. The award, the presentation of the Lombardi Trophy, absolutely sucks. Worst presentation going. Because they give it to the owner. They give it to the owner. Okay? <laughs> the owner. Now, you ever watch the Stanley Cup? They give it. The commissioner hands it to the captain of the team, and these dudes are holding it. They are crying. They got the whole team there. No owners out there. And then they hand it to their teammate because we're a team. And they go through the whole team. Everyone gets the cup. Dudes are crying. Fans are cheering. It is the best. And here, we're, Mr. Kraft, Listen. you did a great job, <laughs> you Mr. Know, Kraft. No, Please up. don't fire me, Mr. Kraft. I, I, you know, I will, look, I will tell you the why. Give it to Mr. Kraft. This is great. The Mr. Kraft. It's all. Rant. That's you the just, thing. Like, why are we giving it to Mr. Kraft? What do you think, Mr. Kraft? They don't interview <laughs> the guy. Kraft. You don't. When they hand the cup to whoever gets the cup, they don't have to interview him. Go, how's it feel? It, the dude's balling his eyes out. It does instantly kill the vibe. I will agree it's with this. Terrible. Every Super Bowl, it they're really hyped, does. They're though. amped. They're blue. And the first guy they hey, talk the to, owner, the, and it always kills the vibe instantly. And what is the Hunt family going to be like? Yeah. Well, you did a great job. You own the damn team for fifty years. Hand. Couldn't even get here. Like your they're odds gonna, are, you're going to get here. You stink. You and have then a it horrible gets back. Group. And then it gets then it gets back awesome Jeez. again when he hands the ball, when he hands the trophy to the coach. Then yeah. the coach, and then yeah. it's pretty and good. Finally, yeah. Mahomes gets it or something yeah. like that. And then the rest of the team has to sit down in the in the bottom, right? Uh, down on the field, like you don't even count, right? Because some guys don't even get on the podium. What about That's the NBA? They don't get the to- at least the Stanley Cup. What about in the NBA though? In the NBA, they hand it to the owner first. They do right? the same in the same NBA and baseball. Right. I don't like any of them. But the, but at least the whole team's there. Well, I mean, that's I mean, so you're also worse because they just want to get drunk. your argument. That's all they care about. <laughs> your argument they're is that you basically just like the Stanley Cup celebration. It's which way we better. All, yeah, we agree. But this with is that. football. It should be. The, I think they should at the two minute warning. 
They should wheel the stand, uh, the, the the Lombardi Trophy out, put it behind one of the end zones, <laughs> and whoever wins the game, like that, you charge at it like in college football. They do with like the Paul Bunyan axe. They can go get it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. They're allowed to go get it. And then these like linemen that. get it. They get the big axe and they're and hacking they just, at the yeah. they're hacking at the goalpost, and the whole team celebrates. It's a team. <laughs> the damn owner. You own the team because your dad owned the team. You did nothing. That's a take. That is a take. <laughs> Ain't no mistress for me. It is, I though. love your besmirching of, like, rich kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I love, like, the, the, just the how'd besmirching. How'd you do such a good the, job to own the kids? Jeez, of the well, I, got, I got bored. Of the owners. I, like, got I just bored. love. You just yeah, can't these NFL guys take these dudes so seriously. <laughs> Who cares? You got born. That was it. Neither of these two guys, they got born. He's not wrong about that. Okay, actually. Patrick Mahomes, Richard Sherman, whoever wins this game, get their heads banged in. They train their whole life. They did blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, no, no, you don't get it. Sorry, we'll go give it to this guy. What'd you do? Well, I got born. <laughs> well, my dad yeah. bought my way into Yale. He doesn't get credit for being smart enough to hand it and hire Andy Reid. Wasn't he just uh, saying good dude, things about Kyle Shanahan too? Like you know, you can't born not make for outmaneuver a nine other team for Andy Reid. You can't like, not nothing, make the nothing. Super Bowl for fifty years and then all of a sudden <laughs> claim you're a good owner. Well, that's his daddy mainly. Well, You've owned it for nine, ten, twelve. It's only yeah. thirty-two teams in the league. Should make it once every sixteen years. So hey, what? all I've learned is. Glad I'm not Wetzel's kid. I know, okay. I know, right? Like, yes. Jesus, man. <laughs> like, like, seriously. And by the way, this guy last night was talking about, you know, uh, socking away the college money. I got all the college money yeah. socked away. Yeah, you know what happened when I went to college? F you, student loans. Good. You need to do that to your yeah, kids, too. Right. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear this garbage. You're talking, oh, you got them. born. You got, you did, well, you're giving them college not tuition. <laughs> He's holding it over there. He's going to leverage it. It's leverage. Oh, it's leverage, all right. There's a lot of gambling I can still do with that. I mean, mean, take your own advice. Let's see you do it. You can throw you, the college there money is room on the, for you to still devolve. They, the stand, full they go around mode. and go call me Mr. Wetzel around the Mr. house. Mr. Wetzel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Magic City Casino is right down the street from our hotel. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know, so this, go. cheap, this cheap bet doesn't come through. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, I'm I'm just really enjoying the concept of Dan forcing his kids to call him Mr. Wetzel. Like that's really funny. His wife. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even get to call Dan. Nobody gets to call him. Think anyone gets to call him Mr. Kraft, Robert Kraft? Nope. <sighs> I mean, that is kind of a sign, though. Why does one guy get a Mister and so, the rest of them? So when you win a PSE awards, that they just hand it directly. They hand it directly to you. They just. Well, we'd have to give it to you like put our it... editor. No, we'd have to give it to like whoever. <laughs> like in our old days, uh, we had to give it to a founder of uh, of Yahoo, Jerry Yang, or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Brett's making a I'm face. Just saying. We just could do a lot better. Our producers making. We a face. could do a lot better on the Super Bowl trophy presentation. They could do better. Brett's not. I would also anymore. do this pregame. Get that coin flip. That thing should be in the lot. It's the most inconsequential thing going. They make a big thing out of that. Yeah. And then play the national anthem with the teams in the locker room like they do in college. And then when the teams come out, everyone, the whole stadium is pumped up and (laughs) play the game. Look, because obviously the NFL marketing hasn't been working up until this point. So they screwed up that national anthem pretty good. (laughs) They fixed it, though, didn't they? Not exactly. Listen, this little bit of blood. Struggling bootstrop operation known as the National Football League. (laughs) Use my advice. Yeah, they clearly need you. Yes. Well, really. Always room for improvement, Charles. (laughs)
Take when the struggling National Football League will hold the most watch event in 2020 on Sunday, Super Bowl 54. What about this podcast? We're coming in number two. We're number two. <laughs> hey, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? They could get the breakdown of the game. They could get ways of, to improve the Super Bowl celebration. A lot of sex appeal. Besmirching of owners. Like, hey. Yeah. hey, careful. Uh, All right. Now, I am. You are. You guys, I, I throw am, you off your I'm, game. I'm, I'm pretty, what I'm, do you got I'm next? A, what I'm do you a got good next? looking guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down uh, there. What? No. Calm down there. <laughs> All right. As soon as these All cameras right. turn off. As soon as they damn, they, Charles is still running. You're hot, still heated. Can be you're rectified. No, you, we got you, him in a good mood. He's, he's uh, kidding now. Yeah, yeah. I don't a know. Score settling coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if you're ready for whatever he's about to do. Something yeah, is coming. Whatever. All right, our own. Our, oh my God! Did you our, say our owner? I, I was about to say, <laughs> say our owner because he's got me on this. Thank you, uh, yeah. Mr. Raider. <laughs> Mr. Raider. Here's the, yes, here's Mr. the trophy, Mr. Raider. There is no price that could ever be paid that would make that happen. Okay. Brett, we see that you're ready for us to end it, so we're going to end it. If you guys have made it this far, you were Yahoo Sports NFL Podcast MVP, which means we take care of our own. It also means we answer your questions. So follow me on Twitter, at Therese Paler. Follow Charles on Twitter, at Charles Robinson. Give the Yahoo Sports NFL Twitter handle a follow as well. And ask us your questions with the hashtag Yahoo NFL Podcast. We actually answer them. And we've gotten to a few this week. I'll continue to answer some up into the game. We will get to it. And we'll certainly do it after the game. We plan on having a nice push in the offseason yes. to answer questions. Yes. Correct? Get us some – I want some rating and reviews because we are – our Sunday night is going to consist of game ends. We shoot video. We do all the reporting. Then we write our stories. And then at like 2 a.m., we're going to be shooting a podcast, so I want to see some ratings this week. I want some five star ratings. Right. I think. I think. Prove it to us that you appreciate yeah. that we're going to be up. Right. We're going to be up two in the morning working. Two. Yeah, later than two. When, when, do, you, when do you think you'll be asleep? I don't know. All I know is right. what, what year was it that it was so late that we had to steal a golf cart to get off the property? Of the, I don't. I don't. Re- <laughs> yeah, narc. You look like a cop. I don't know anything about that. No rec- I do not recall. <laughs> Dan, how can they find? Thank you for joining us, Dan. It was in Phoenix. How can they find you, man? Right here (laughs) on Twitter, on your social media platforms, Mister Wetzel. You don't want to find me. Where can they find Mister Wetzel on Twitter? Don't find me. Is it at Dan Wetzel? No underscore there or anything? No. Oh, what'd you do? Did you pull something off there? You pulled some strings, didn't you? No. By the way, at Dan Wetzel. That's it. At Dan Wetzel. Fantastic Aaron Hernandez documentary. Dan Wetzel was a producer and narrator. And he has a number of lines. How about the the aficionado line, if you will? Can I you love give us that. the if you will? <laughs> Thank you for watching, gentlemen. <laughs> He's not going to give us an if you will. Come on, give us an if, if you, will. you will. Yeah, give us give us the line, the line that we. They we've, were marijuana enthusiasts, if you will. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> just the slight pause between enthusiasts and if yes. just made it. Yeah, yeah. it just made yeah. it. Okay. Check out the podcast, though. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you late on Sunday when the NFL crowns its champion. And we will be working hard to make sure we bring you all the information we can around that. So thanks for listening. We'll see you then. Peace. Peace.